Yemio chapter 51 is a continuation of the prophecies against Bavel. Before we begin chapter 51, I want to make a correction of what I said yesterday, a mistake. I talked about four nations that, in which the prophet speaks of restoration. Ammon, Moab, those are two of them. I mentioned Edom as being one of the four. Mitzrayim, Ammon, Moab, that is true. But Edom, actually, Esav, there is no restoration. It's not Esav, but Elam. The nation of Elam shall one day be restored. But when it comes to Babel, there's no such restoration. Now, in chapter 51, which is a long chapter, a continuation of the Babel prophecy, and striking is, beginning in verse number 20 of chapter 51, Yemio speaks of Babel in the following way, Mapetz Atali God is speaking, you are my war club, Mapetz, my club, my weapon of battle. And the word Mapetz is now played on an additional nine times. We've had this several times in the book of Yemio, where he repeats a word many times. With you I clubbed nations, with you I destroyed kingdoms, with you I clubbed horse and rider, with you I clubbed chariot and driver, with you I clubbed man and woman, with you I clubbed graybeard and boy, with you I clubbed youth and maiden, with you I clubbed shepherd and flock, with you I clubbed plowman and team, with you I clubbed governors and prefix. However, you are my instrument, Babel. But I will requite Babylon and the inhabitants of Chaldea for all the wicked things they did to Zion before your eyes, declares the Lord. So from one perspective, of course, they were my instrument, they were my club, but that's not a vindication of, of Babel. Babel, at the very same time, is a wicked nation, and they're going to receive what they gave out. We saw that in the previous chapter, and this is similar in chapter 51. They are described in the following verses as Har HaMashchit. I will deal with you, O mountain of the destroyer, destroyer of the whole earth, HaMashchit et Kol Haaretz. But now my hand will be against you. I will make you a burnt-out mountain. So here we have this double theme. On one hand, at their time, God used them for God's purposes, but at the end of the day, they also have to face the music. Their intentions were not for God. Their intentions were to empower themselves, and they have to pay the price. At the end of this long chapter, chapter 51, the prophecy of Babel, we have a following story. The story appears at the very end of this long chapter. Verse number 59 of chapter 51. Hadavar asher tziva yirmiyo hanavi et sraya ben neriya ben machsiya. Durechto et sikyo melch yudah bavel. 
Bishnat Harviit Lamalcho Usraya Sar Menucha. So this story takes place when the prophet Yirmiyahu gives to Saraya, son of Neria, when the latter went with King Tzitkiyo of Yehuda in the fourth year of Tzitkiyo's reign. So this is not when he's captured. This is prior to that. He goes to Bavo probably to discuss the situation. We remember that he is beholden to the king of Bavel. In the book of Chronicles, actually, he swears to the king of Bavel that he will be a faithful patron. And that doesn't appear in the book of Yermio. At one point in the book of Yermio, he swears to Yermio that it will not harm Yermio, not to hand him over to be killed. In any event, Sitio, in the fourth year of his reign, goes to Bavel, and Yermio, we are told at this point, we didn't know this, he gives something to Sraya. Vayichtov Yermio eit asher tovo el Bavel el Sefer Echad. We are told that Yirmiyahu writes the prophecies of Babel in a separate book. We know from our study of Yirmiyahu that we have often encountered Yirmiyahu writing a sefer. He writes many svarim. But this is particularly striking because there are general prophecies about all the nations. Many nations are mentioned here. Chapter 49 alone, there are five different nations. But none of them have their own book. But when it comes to Babel, and to point out how special Babel is, in the book of Yirmiyahu, he writes a separate book about Babel, a separate letter, a sefer. A kol hadzvarim haktuvim al-Babel. Vayomer Yirmiyahu el-Sraya. And Yirmiyahu instructs Sraya. He says the following. Kivoacha Babel, viraita, vikarata e kol hadzvarim ha When you come to Babel, See that you read all of the following. Biamarta, Hashem, Atadi Barto Hamakomazer, Lachrito, Livilti Heyotbo Yoshev, Lumeodan Viabehima God, you have spoken about this place to destroy it. Nobody should live here. No human being nor beast. Kishimimoto Lam Tiet. It will be a desolation for all time. Say those words. After you read the book, and after you finish reading the book, tie a rock to it, and throw it into the Euphrates. And when you throw it into the Euphrates, so should Babylon sink, and should never rise again. Thus shall Babel sink and never rise again because of the disaster that I will bring upon it. These are the words of Jeremiah. This is where Jeremiah's prophecies end. It's not where the book ends because there's one more chapter in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 52. But this is the end of the prophecy. So there's a special prophecy about Bavel, but more than just a special prophecy about Bavel, what you have in this last story is something that we have encountered elsewhere in the book of Yermio, and that is that Yermio not only states prophecy, not only says what God has told him and writes it down in addition, 
but there's also an acting out of the prophecy. Sometimes the prophet acts out the prophecy, and acting it out makes it, one might say, more real. Nachmanides, in his commentary on the Torah, the Ramban, argues, and of course Nachmanides was, apart from being a great interpreter of both the Torah and the rabbinic tradition, he also was a mystic, and he believed that when you act out a prophecy, you actually ensure that it's going to happen. Now, whether one accepts that particular understanding of acting out the prophecy or not, but certainly the acting out of the prophecy is a very powerful statement. Not just what I say, but I'm actually acting it out. I'm using my whole person to make a point about Babel. Chacha Tishka Babel. There are many other nations, but in the book of Yirmiyot, there's one particular nation, one that God has chosen as God's club, Vinipatsti. But at the same time, Yirmiyot says, God has chosen Babel for God's reasons. We can't ask why. But God has also ensured me that Babel too will be appropriately punished. And at the appropriate time, he spoke earlier in the book about 70 years, Baba will be punished, Israel shall return, and this prophecy is so special that the prophecy about Baba has a separate book to it, and not only that, he instructs Tzidkiyahu, who in the fourth year of his reign is going to the Babylonians to talk with them, not as an adversary, but the Babylonians are controlling Tzidkiyahu, and he's talking with them as an ally. He's a vassal. He's certainly not a rebel at that point. At that very point, a setting in which Babel is seen as ascendant and powerful, this is the prophecy that Yirmiyahu gives to Sraya. He writes it, it is to be read, and it is to be acted out. And that's how the prophecies of Yirmiyahu end. So it's not something that happens afterwards, at the end of his life. This was happened much earlier. And already Yermio was saying much earlier that this is what will happen to Babel. And one gets the impression, when you read the book of Yermio, that he is gladly anticipating the moment when this prophecy will take effect. Thus shall Babel sink. Kachatishka Babel.